0: Hey everybody and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings Podcast 377. This time I have a little bit to say about Cult of the Lamb and that's it for this week. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. The Lamb is a super cute indie game. I got it for about $25 on Steam. It is out for, I think, pretty much all of the platforms, so you can look for it on your platform of choice. I think I finished at around 25 to 30 played hours, so it did pass my $1 an hour uh, preferred uh, price point for a single player game. I may play it again. Uh, Later, but for uh, reasons I'm about to discuss, I don't know that it will have a very high replay value for most people. Probably most people will play a single playthrough and then be like, that was super fun, I liked it a lot, but I don't really have any desire to play again. Cult of the Lamb can probably be best described as having uh, sort of two major, I guess you could say, play types And then there's a third overworld uh, aspect to it. But that doesn't really impact uh, most of the play. It's just sort of a side thing. The first big portion of the game is a base building aspect. You are the leader of a cult. And as such, you are trying to build up your base so that your followers will be happy and healthy. And they will generate uh, faith for you. By generating uh, the Faith and Devotion, you can upgrade your, I guess you could say, building tree, which allows you to have access to new buildings, different types of buildings, and all of those will do certain things that either allow further progress of the buildings or keep your followers happy in some way. As example, you can unlock a lumberyard or a stone quarry, which will generate your base resources. You can research farming technologies, which will unlock a farm and unlock, I think it's a seed crate, they call it, where you put your various seeds. And then the people can do the farming on their own. And then for some reason, in the second uh, tier, is the outhouses. So While you're in that first tier. Everybody's pooping in the woods everywhere. It's kind of hilarious, but also kind of sad. Also, as you build up Faith and Devotion, you will unlock various uh, unlocks, I guess, for the dungeons that you will be doing, which will give you better weapons or more spells or higher level versions of each. So that is sort of a second tree that you will be working up. And speaking of the dungeons, that is the second big part of the game, is that as the cult leader, you're sort of going against the four older gods, and then there's a fifth elder god that is sort of controlling you and giving you your powers. So each of these elder gods have sort of a themed kind of dungeon. The first one is sort of just a general forest, and they have sort of general forest creatures and regular follower people. But as you get into the different dungeons, they will each have sort of a different type of bad guy, and they will introduce different elements of how they attack and move. And these dungeons are what people would consider roguelike. You go through a few rooms and you fight at the start, and then you'll be given a pretty small branch of usually about three steps before you get to the end of the dungeon. And anywhere between about three and five different branching paths. So they can get pretty complicated, or they can be pretty short and quick. And the rooms in these dungeons will have bad guys you can fight, or sometimes it will just be resources, like you can find a bunch of food to take back to your base. Or sometimes there will be somebody they've captured, and so you free them, and then that person will become a follower for you. So it is this. Super cute, 2D art style, but it's on a three-dimensional plane. Somebody once described it as pop-up art style, which I would say is pretty accurate. It is super cute. I like it a lot. And so most of the game you're cycling between being in your base and building things up and trying to take care of your people, and then you go into the dungeon to beat up the big uh, bad elder gods as well as gain resources to bring back to your base. And it just kind of goes in this cycle, back and forth and back and forth. And it's a really nice cycle. It's very balanced. It doesn't feel like you're forced to do one or the other for too long. You can, but you kind of don't want to because they're kind of balanced uh, in a way that they each play off of each other. As I said, there is sort of a overworld component to it as well, which is not really as tied into the other things. Like one area you'll get access to pretty quickly is sort of a fishing area. And so you can get fish. And then the fish are used in different types of foods you can make for your followers. And the different foods will all have different positive or negative traits. Like the early foods will have a chance to make your followers sick or instantly poop. And like chances for increased drop rate in the dungeons. So you'll want to look for uh, certain items to put together to cook the foods that are, you know, the least uh, risky to your followers and the most helpful for you. But if you don't want to fish, you know, you don't have to. That's not, you know, a required thing unless it is for a required food that you actually want to do. And there are a few other different areas. One will introduce a side uh, game, I guess you could call it. They call it Knuckle Bones. And it is sort of a dice game. It's pretty fun. I actually like it uh, quite a bit. But it is really not at all required to do, um, you know, in any combination of the dungeon or the city. It's just sort of a fun side thing you can do. You can gamble there, so I guess you can get some more money. But it's not, you know, like I said, tied in like the first two components are. I like the game quite a bit. It does have a sort of finite. Uh, Amount of things you can research, and you will, you know, research them all fairly quickly. And honestly, once everything is unlocked, I really kind of didn't have a huge desire to keep playing, uh, especially after I'd beaten all the dungeons. And that's why I think it won't have a huge replayability, because if you were to restart, I would think you would just unlock the same things again, maybe, you know, a little bit faster or more efficiently, but eventually you would unlock everything you know, all over again. And since it's the same stuff and you can max, I don't know, you know, how interesting that will be to people. But certainly the first playthrough, especially for a twenty five dollar game, which, you know, I'm sure will come down a little bit fairly quickly, it certainly was very super fun, uh, while I played it. I did always want to keep playing and <laughs> sometimes, you know, played too much, even though it's like, oh I'll just play for fifteen minutes and then it's like, oops, an hour went by but it is super fun and it is one of the cutest things i've played in quite a long time and so i would highly recommend it oh ps i'm not a huge a uh, roguelike player even though i am older and played you know a lot of old school arcade games i would say that the uh, combat and roguelike elements are not you know super difficult and there are four difficulty settings so you can change that uh, as you wish That's really all I have for this time. My dad did finally come through, so I do actually have a new laptop on the way, which is both a good uh, birthday present as well as just good in general. My old laptop is still hanging on, but in cult of the lamb in the um trees, it would uh, choke quite hard. I don't know why um but it's you know, definitely showing its age here and there. So after Wednesday, um, that shouldn't be an issue anymore. The only real news I have this week is that Elder Scrolls Online is getting a new uh, dungeon DLC, which will be out just a few days after this podcast. It is, I think, on the Monday or Tuesday of that week, which is the last week in August. And then I think, as usual... Console launch is a couple weeks after that, I think around mid September. But that's really the only game news I have. Most of, <laughs> of my money was spent uh, going towards the laptop, so I really don't know when I will have a new game to talk about. Also, the games I am most interested in actually aren't coming for a while. I think the first one I'm looking at is, I guess, sort of soon. I think it's late September. Uh, I forget exactly what that is at the moment. I think Gotham Knights, off the top of my head, but I don't know. Uh, I'm always hesitant on single-player games like that where I know I would probably only play through it once. You know, full price if it's like sixty bucks seems a little high uh, for something like that. I'd rather wait until it's you know thirty to forty. I know the next thing I do want that is uh, coming up is. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, which was pushed to, I think, around Thanksgiving weekend, around like the 30th or something of November. So that's a few months off. Hopefully I can find the money to get that. The base game is only 40 so it's a, a bit cheaper one. They have uh, some extra cosmetics and other stuff if you get the $60 version. Uh, but I guess we'll see. I would definitely have a system that could run it. Uh, the question is, will I have the money... Because as always, you know I'm uh, pretty short on bill money, uh, especially this year compared to previous years. Since this year I don't have money to just pay my car insurance outright. I'll have to do it monthly, which will be uh, terrible, because that's like three hundred, three hundred and fifty on its own, I think. So that is uh, quite a lot. I think I I barely have enough for uh, the two hundred for my internet stuff, and then. In a One or two months payments And then that's it uh, I don't have any other money So I'll have to uh, Rely on my friend who is sending a little bit Each month for uh, the bulk Of paying for things So I don't know uh, what I'll talk about Next time it will be In about three weeks hopefully But I guess Hopefully I'll see everybody then Okay thanks bye <laughs>
1: You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash dot html. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's
0: Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2022